0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Whole and Complete Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shantae, and Whole and Complete is all about faith and wellness, loving God, living well, healthy relationship with yourself, healthy relationship with others. So we are in the wrap-up of the mentoring series, and I have had nothing but good feedback from you guys regarding this series. I'm glad that it has motivated and spurred you forth at the beginning of this year and we are going to close it out on that same note on that same theme and today we are going to be talking about belief and how important that is and I believe that this is something that you all have heard before but you know how like you hear something and you've heard it a million times before but like when you're ready to hear it it, you hear it differently it hits differently and so I think that's what today's uh wrap-up is going to be for many of you As always, we have a guiding scripture for this episode. It is Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Okay, think on these things. And I want to talk about two key phrases today. So one, you got it. And two, all things are possible. So I recently shared on social media that back in 1991, one of my favorite movies of all time, The Five Heartbeats. I feel like this is such a classic in black culture. Okay, Like it's one of those black famous movies. It's like coming to America, like everybody and their cousin has seen The Five Heartbeats. If you have not seen The Five Heartbeats, treat yourself, treat yourself and go and watch this movie. And it's one of those kind of like spinoffs or riff on like the Temptations where, you know, uh, this this soul group gets together and, you know, they have amazing success. And then, you know, all the problems that start happening in the group. And so the problem child in the five heartbeats was Eddie, Eddie Kane, Eddie Kane Jr., to be exact. (laughs) And Eddie starts wiling out, you know, drinking, drugs, women, missing rehearsals, the whole nine yards, right? And his behavior becomes so problematic and so egregious that eventually they just decide that Eddie has to go. He has to leave the group. And so they kick Eddie out of the group and they bring in some new cat, Flash. And so after one of the new the shows with the new guy, Flash, Eddie, Eddie Kane climbs over a fence because, you know, he's been ostracized at this point. He's been kicked out. He can't even come to, you know, the the stage door. You know, he's climbing over a fence and they like, let him, let him in, let him in. Right. And so he walks up on Flash, his replacement. Right. And he says, my favorite part of the whole movie, my favorite line in the whole movie. He walked up on Flash drunk. (laughs) Full of swagger, and I mean, like, this is this is acting at its finest because the chutzpah, the cojones that you have to have to come stumbling and rumbling drunk from the outside looking in on the, the person who just replaced you and enjoying all the fame and, and clamor that you used to enjoy to walk up on him, sorry, stumble upon him with a straight face and say you want my spot flash huh well you ain't gonna get it because you ain't got it and flash looked at him like negro please and he just (laughs) and just sauntered on but i'm telling you that line you ain't gonna get it because you ain't got it that's what i want to talk about today I recently posted on social media that this this quote, this line, this has really anchored itself in my soul, in my psyche. I remember I delivered a speech, my first ever speech is like Dr. Shante to a room full of people back in 2014, and I ended the speech with that line, and I'm telling you the place, the, the crowd went wild. I literally have video evidence of this. My friend Tara went with me, and she just so happened to have the camera rolling, and I mean, the place went up. And the bottom line is, is this, is that I've been telling you all all throughout this series that there is a version of you that exists, that is thriving, that is successful, that has the money, that has the relationships, that has resolved the traumas, that has that is at the highest version of yourself. That that version of you exists in another time and place, okay, in the future, that person, that version of you exist. And what I have been saying to you throughout this series is that if you really believe that that person exists, if you really believe that that version of you is possible, then you have to change the things that you do right now in order to meet that person. So you have to change your mindset. You have to change your behaviors. You have to change your circle of friends and what I mean by that is it doesn't mean that you kick all your friends to the curb but if you are circulating in rooms that are not going to advance you closer to the highest version of yourself then you need to expand your rooms you need to expand your your circle and if you truly believe that all of that is true that that version of you truly does exist then you understand why that quote means so much you ain't gonna get it Because you ain't got it. In other words, too often we think that the reason we can't get what we desire, too often the reason we think that the reason we can't get to that highest version of ourselves, to the one that has the money, the one that has the success, the one that has the peace, the one that has the relationships, the one that has resolved the trauma, the reason why we believe that we cannot get to that person more often than not is because we believe the slot is already taken. Oh, I missed the boat. Just like you missed the train. Like, oh, I missed my train. Oh, well, that's not my train. I Oh, well, I'll never get to my destination because I missed the train. We believe that in, in a scarcity-based model that there is only so much room, that there is only so much space, that only so many people can succeed. And we believe that, well somebody else already has that podcast. Oh, somebody else already tried that idea. Oh, somebody else is already talking about that topic. Oh, somebody else already has those 300,000 followers from doing that type of sketch and doing that type of model. So the slot is already taken. So there's not any room for me. Oh, well, can't nobody else get what is assigned to you. If there is anything that is assigned to your future, anything that is assigned to your life, anything that is assigned to your destiny, like has your name on it, like a reservation with your name on it. Nobody else can access that reservation. I don't care how long they've been doing it. I don't care how long they've been established. I don't care how many followers they have. I don't care how much success they've garnered. Anything that is assigned to your life, to your future, to your destiny is not accessible, is not available to anybody else but you. If you believe that the highest version of yourself already exists, if you believe that the highest version of your life already exists, that that is something that is attainable and it already is existing in another place and time in the future and it belongs to you, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Can't nobody else get it because ain't nobody else got it. Let me try to make this plain for you. So all is fair and love and go daddy. And here's what I mean by that. If you are sitting around one day and you decide that you want to start hosting events and building a brand underneath the moniker or the name coffee and cocktails, And you're like, oh yeah, coffee and cocktails, it's going to be this type of vibe. It's going to be this type of whatever. And you decide that you're going to go on GoDaddy.com or wherever you buy your domains from. And you type in uh, www.coffeeandcocktails.com. One of two things is going to happen. (laughs) Okay. One of two things is going to happen. Either GoDaddy is going to say, this is available to you. Come and get it. Or it's going to say, this is not available because this moniker has already been taken. This, this, this web address, this domain name has already been taken. In other words, you can't get it. Why? Because somebody else got it. Now, yes, there are some workarounds. Some people, you know, put them up for sale. Sometimes they cost thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. But that is the basic premise. If you are the first one to the buzzer and says coffeeandcocktails.com is mine, Can't nobody else get it because you already got it. Likewise. That highest version of yourself, the one that is succeeding in in the things that you are passionate about, the one that is thriving in the areas that you really care about, the one that has beat the rat race, the one that's not scratching and surviving and wondering how you're gonna pay for eggs and wondering how you're gonna raise your kids and wondering how you're gonna pay the rent and that version of you that ain't worried about none of that already exists. And yes, there are plenty of people in the world who are living that life and there's room for you too because if you believe that that version of you exists, why can't you be there too? Why can't you be there too? Coming from that scarcity mindset, coming from that not enough mindset, there's not enough room, there's not enough space, there's not enough time, it's not enough, never enough, not enough, never enough, not enough, never enough. Aren't you tired of that life? Because scarcity is so popular, because so much of the world's economy insists on that mindset and insist on that belief that, you know, it's dog eat dog. So they force you into schools and they force you into jobs and they put you in the rat race so that they can churn their economies. How many schools do you see talking about entrepreneurship? How many schools do you talk about uh, buying stock in the bank and getting some dividends versus putting your money in the bank? where you earning like next to nothing on your savings account. So scarcity makes capitalism thrive. So I understand. I completely understand why you think the way that you do. I completely understand the indoctrination. Capitalism is working exactly the way that capitalism is supposed to work because the only thing that matters in a capitalist society is the capital, is the profits, is the sales, is the money, and not the people. The money. And so, as long as the rich are getting richer, capitalism is doing exactly what it's supposed to do at the expense of the middle class and the poor. And so, I feel you. I get it. I completely understand how you have been baptized in a system that is designed to oppress critical thought and oppress any notion that you can overcome. Obstacles, circumstances, and systems that are designed to oppress you. But let me tell you what see, on this show, we believe in God. We believe God. I believe God. I don't know what you believe. I don't want to speak for you. But if you truly believe, okay, that all things are possible to those who believe, because you can create a physical reality, you can create a physical reality with your thoughts. And if you are constantly thinking never enough, not enough, never enough, not enough, you will never get to that highest version of yourself. You will never get to the person, to the version of yourself that has all the things. Never. And so how do you get there? You have to. So here's the beauty of the human brain Here's the beauty of of the human mind, and I remember when I used to read these books and I used to listen to people like Oprah say this type of stuff, and I'd be like, "Man, whatever," you know, like it just sounded so hocus pocus. It just seemed way too simplistic. It just it just didn't seem like that was the key, you know. I was waiting for the the complex jump down, turn around, pick a bell of cotton type of strategy. Like I was waiting for that, and then. As I began to shift my own mindset, I said, oh, oh, okay. That tracks, Th- this actually makes sense. So let me tell you the science piece of it and I'm not a scientist, okay? But let me just give you the the Cliff Notes uh, neuroplasticity for dummies version, okay? On this podcast, because this is not my area of expertise, but Google it. The human brain at any time has the ability to create neural pathways. What is a neural pathway? A neural pathway is basically the way that the brain knows something to be true or knows something to be real or knows that something exists. So, for example, for years, football, my understanding of football was American football. It was the brown oblong ball with white stripes and stitching on it and that was the only conception of football that I knew my I only had a neural pathway for American football and then I went to school and then I started traveling the world and I said oh actually football we're the we're the strange ones we're the odd being out football actually looks nothing like that It's a black and white ball and it's a round ball and it has little octagons all over it. And it's like the sport of the world. Like there's a whole world cup dedicated to football as the world knows it not American football as Americans know it and once I came into the knowledge that there was another football as the world knew it meaning the white ball with the black and white octagons on it I my brain created a new neural pathway and now I had a new association with the word football Likewise, just like you have neural pathways for lack and neural pathways for scarcity and all of these images that you see in the media that says that wealth is only reserved for a certain race or demographic of people and that struggle and and uh, scarcity and less is always reserved for a different class of people or a different race of people. You have a neural pathway that is well established for that, right? So in order for you to create a new neural pathway, okay, you have to start shifting your mindset. And how do you do that? It's quite simple. You have to start practicing gratitude. Yeah. Meaning you have to train your brain to look for things that are working in your favor. So for example, I'm walking out of the uh, shop the other day because I got my brows done. And as I'm walking out, I see some money on the ground. And so I pick up the money and I said, I'm so grateful, all things are working in my favor. I got in the car, I hit the highway, I plugged in my GPS so that I could make it to my next appointment, and what do you know? The highway is wide open, I'll be able to get there in 20 minutes and make it there in plenty of time. I said, I'm so grateful that there's no traffic today, all things are working in my favor. I am training my brain, I am creating a neural pathway for abundance. I am creating a neural pathway for enough. I am creating a neural pathway for gratitude, looking at all that there is instead of focusing on all that there isn't. Instead of focusing on lack, I am training my brain to focus on abundance and enough. And I'm even with the small things, okay? Because I want you to really think about how much time you spend tearing yourself and your life apart. Oh, my car is a piece of shit. Oh, you know, this job sucks. Oh, you know, my waistline is this. Oh, my biceps aren't big enough. Oh, you know, my, my shoes and my clothes are right. I look frumpy. I, I don't have a good look. I don't like my hair. I don't, I just, I, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. How much time do you spend there? And then look at your life and tell me if your life is not a direct reflection of the thoughts that you think about yourself and the things that you say to yourself about yourself every day, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out. How often do you say, I am worthy? I am worth the time. I am worth the effort. I am worth the money. I am enough. I am abundant. I am rich. I am wealthy. I am destined. I am powerful. I am. How often do you affirm yourself? How often do you affirm your greatness? How often do you say what I do is worth millions of dollars and there is a wait list of people just dying to work with me? How often do you say that? Well, I don't say that, Dr. Shante, because that's not the truth. Isn't it? Isn't it? Aren't you aren't you supposed to be believing that there is a version of you that exists in a time and place that you have not come to yet that where that could be true? where there are millions of dollars available and that there are people that are dying to work with you. Could that not be true in another time and place? Well, I mean, that could potentially be true in the future. So what do you need to do right now? What you need to do right now, you so let me give you a biblical example. Okay, let me give you a biblical example. This is one of my favorite stories. Read it for yourself It's very popular. Go to Exodus. Okay, go to Exodus chapter 14. I think yes. Exodus chapter 14 and this is where Moses is trying to escape <laughs> with the Israelites and they trying to cross over and they didn't ran into a roadblock which is the Red Sea and now everybody is panicking they're like oh my gosh we on the run and now we didn't hit a, a dead end what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and what does Moses say Moses says in Exodus chapter 14 verses 13 and 14 But Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the Lord's salvation that he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you must be quiet. So mind you, they're standing literally between a rock and a hard place. Okay, like literally fresh out of slavery, on the run, on the lamb, you know, chariots behind them. You know, they coming, they ain't coming to talk. Okay, they coming to hunt them down, shoot to kill the whole nine yards. And Moses, before the sea is parted, before salvation has come, before the rescue has manifested, said, what? Do not be afraid. Stand still and see. Cheering listeners, look here. Do not stop being afraid. Stop being scared. Stand still and See? Okay, all that complaining you're doing, all that not enough, never enough, what about enough, and and mama did this, and daddy did that, and mama wasn't here, and daddy wasn't there, cut that. Okay, because that's not taking you any place that you want to go. That's not getting you any closer to your destiny. That's not getting you any closer to the version of yourself that you desire to be. But what you can do, okay, is stand still and see What God will do, he said, look, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and put it out there before it even happens. Can the things that you desire, do you have enough faith? Do you have the wherewithal? Do you have the ability to put it out there before it happens? Because that's what you have to do now in order to meet yourself then. Okay, in order to get to later, in order to get to that version of yourself that is all the things and everything, you have to start looking for it now. You have to start believing it now. Faith does not require sight, honey. Faith requires vision. Okay, because just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. If you listen to part two of, of this series, I have already given you an example of, of how that works. And so you have to commit to the process. You have to take action. You have to start thanking God in advance. Or, you know, like I said, if, you, if it's the universe for you, it's the universe for you. But it's God for me in advance for what is already there. If you truly believe that it's already there. Case in point, I'll give you another example. The apple tree, do you know how long it takes to grow an apple tree from a seed? Years, years, honey, years and years and years. I'm talking something like seven to 10 years to like grow an apple tree, see some fruit come off of it in the whole nine yards. But when you put that seed in the ground, nothing is happening but you believe that it's happened but I mean you don't know <laughs> you, you followed the steps you know and you put it in good soil and it's been watered and the sun has come and a year has passed and nothing seemingly has happened and two years have passed and seemingly nothing has happened but if you know that you put a good seed in the ground and you know that you have continued to work the soil and till the soil and allow the sun to come and, and water when it needs water if you know that you are doing all those things every day that you are doing that. You can thank God, thank the universe, be grateful for the tree that's coming. I love this tree. Thank you for this tree. Oh, I love the fruit is so sweet off this tree. I cannot wait for the, for the tree that's going to come. You can do that before the tree comes out the ground because you have assurance that the seed that you put in the ground and the soil that you put it in is good enough to, for it, for roots to take hold and for the tree to shoot up and for it to bear fruit. Believe in the seed that you have put in the ground. Believe in the soil that you have put, th- that you have 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 surrounded the seed with and water and till and wait and thank and water and till and wait and thank. I'm telling you, y'all, I will be I will be a witness. You you will you will see what God is doing in my life. I already feel it. The only, sh- the only shame, the only regret I have is all the years that I wasted in scarcity. Is all the years that I wasted in not enough, never enough. How come? When and and oh- when I should have been thanking him for what was already there for what was already there all things are possible to them that believe and people just think that for miracles but it's the same for scarcity too if you believe in poverty if you believe you ain't never going to get ahead if you believe that that there's no room for you if you believe that the the field is already too saturated if you believe all of that guess what you're going to be living the reality of that some of you are living the fruit of that So you already know what scarcity looks like, feels like, tastes like. And while it might be comfortable and while it might be familiar, that is not all that God has put you here to do. That is not using the best of your talents. Some of you are loaded, loaded with talent, technical skills that I can't even imagine. I wish, okay, I wish I had some of the skill sets that you all have, but all I got is a dollar a dream and all I got is one mic. Okay, and and a heart to motivate people and the gift of teaching. Okay, but some of you got skills off the chain. You can do hair. You can do tech. You can do video. You can do audio. You can do production. Okay, like you have skill sets that you're just sitting on working some job, some nine to five caught up in the rat race because it's familiar and because it's what you've been taught. You have to learn how to swim against the current. I ain't telling you to quit your job. Now Beyonce, I ain't finna tell you to, you know, release your job and and all that, you know, in in this economy with inflation being what it is. I ain't telling you to do that. But I am saying there's a parallel track. The entirety of the time that I've been building the brand that is Dr. Shantae, I've had a full-time job. Why would I not? It's my investor. So in the same way that I have used my employer to work for me instead of me working for it, you can use your employer to do the same thing and work on a parallel track to use your gifts to the best of your ability and divorce yourself from the outcome. I'm gonna tell you a story, I'm gonna end with this. When I tell you God is bigger (laughs) than the algorithm. So I posted a video, a testimonial about the same story I told about how I was trying to go on this trip and I was looking for the payment plan and it wasn't there and the whole nine yards. And I posted this video on Instagram, right? But because I get paid every time I post a video to Instagram, once I've hit a certain dollar amount, Instagram starts basically uh truncating my views and kind of like low key shadow banning it's like yeah we can't have too many views on this reel because you know you've already made a certain amount of money so like once i hit a certain dollar amount i noticed that like my my views are significantly less and i was like this is really a shame because this is really like powerful content you know but oh well i say the person that needs to hear it is going to hear it and i just left it alone right so later that night I post, or maybe even the next day, I posted the same video on TikTok. It blew up. Okay, like as I talk to you right now, I think that same video that TikTok tried to shot, I mean that uh, Instagram tried to shadow ban for like 1,200 views. I didn't gain hundreds of followers off that one video. But here's the funny part. Here's the God is bigger than your algorithm and you just need to put your content out there and divorce yourself from the outcome. Somebody... Saw my video on TikTok, downloaded the video, and put it on their platform on Instagram. On Instagram, the person who did this has 285,000 followers. And the same video that Instagram tried to shadow ban because they didn't want to pay me and the word didn't get out, somebody else who had... 10 times the, and then some the followers that I had put it on theirs and it got over 10,000 views hundreds of likes and I increased my following based on that look here okay it's like it's it's like Joseph you meant evil towards me but God meant it for good like you tried to, to, to stifle my message but God wanted the message to get out and so he went over the river through the woods and somebody else went and put it out there on my behalf keep Doing the work, plant the seed, till the soil, water, grow and give thanks. That's the key. Look for ways to give thanks. Practice gratitude, because I'm gonna tell you why. If you don't do it now, when you get the money, when you lose the weight, when you got the clients, you will still be in that scarcity mindset if you don't learn how to be thankful for what you have right now, okay? People don't live in the win and thens. I've sp- said so many times on this podcast, we can't live in the win and then to start practicing gratitude. You have to do it now before it shows up, okay? And so focus on that, not who's doing it, not how many people have been doing it, not how long they've been doing it because they can't get what you already got. You dig? All right. So I hope that you have been thoroughly uh, mentored <laughs> over this series. I, I know that many of you have shared it and I appreciate you. You just don't know how much. Hey, listen, I'm gonna ask you to a favor. So if you can do me a solid, I think the last time I looked on I, Apple Podcast, that's what it's called now, Apple Podcast, I had 90 reviews on this show and I would like to have 100. So if you have been like a long time listener, and meant to like rate the show like you always mean to do it but you never got around to it as soon as my voice stops talking if you could kindly go to apple Podcasts and spotify too because spotify lets you do reviews now and rate this podcast because when you do that It increases the algorithm and the likelihood that other people are going to be able to hear the same message that you heard and be encouraged in the same ways that you are encouraged. So if you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. You can hit me up at Dr. Shante Says on Instagram, uh, TikTok. I'm leaving Twitter uh, as soon as uh, Spoutable gets up and running. So there is a black owned uh, Twitter alternative called Spoutable and they're working through all the bugs and the kinks right now. But if it ends up being able to function and stabilize, it's really going to be a great option. And so I'll be over um, on Spoutable at Dr. Shante. So if you have any questions, comments, takeaways, hit me up and I will see you next time.